Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information forms and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, Kate. Hey, Laura. How's it going? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm excited. Today, we're going to discuss some resources and tips for brokers, any brokers really, but probably especially some considerations for new brokers who are taking over brokerage firm operations or maybe even brokers who are opening a new brokerage for the first time. Yes. So while you've had years of practice under your belt, you may be newer to firm management and supervising other real estate agents. You certainly didn't get to this position without being very familiar with ethics and laws. But now that you're in a supervisory role, you also need to make sure you have policies for ensuring that the agents you supervise are familiar with all applicable ethics and laws and put those policies into practice, right? You can't just have policies. You actually need to enforce them. Yeah, sometimes having policies that you don't enforce is worse than not having them in the first place. <laughs> right. I mean, because then you then you can't claim you didn't know it wasn't wrong because you had a policy that said it was wrong and you just did it anyways. Just, sometimes they all did it anyways, right? Oh, not, yeah. Not a good act, action to take. No. And, and so the good news is that Virginia Realtors has lots of resources for you from our podcast, which, you know, you're listening to right now. Welcome. Glad you know about this. Uh, to broker toolkits, which are uh, sales meeting kits. They're, they're resources you can use and uh, during your sales meetings to educate your agents. We also have webinars. We have case studies that the fabulous Kate writes and lots of other things. Uh, these resources that we develop and you can use to help carry out your supervisory responsibilities are available on our website and hopefully help lighten your load. Great. So Laura mentioned our broker toolkits. Those are published monthly and come out with prepared slide deck that you can present to your agents at, you know, one of your presumptively regularly scheduled sales meetings. Um, so it's all prepared for you. You just have to open and click present on the PowerPoint. We also have a monthly newsletter dedicated to brokers. So we have a bunch of resources in there for you along with education courses that your local association can request from us in the legal department that are specifically geared towards brokers and your broker needs. When you take over as broker for a firm or you open your own firm, the first thing that you should do is examine any contracts and that includes your independent contractor agreements, the policy and procedures manual for the brokerage and any other operational documents. Now, reviewing the existing contracts, and you might even want to get an attorney to help you with that, um, will be a great starting point to understanding the legal obligations of the business. For example, what bills need to be paid, what type of insurance coverage you have, and even what are the firm's obligations to agents. There are so many operational considerations, such as your office space lease, insurance, and utilities, and this is not even an exhaustive list, right? So we're just touching on the surface of what it takes to run your business. Right. We're not even close to, to exhaustive with that list. We recommend building in regular review periods each year to evaluate these operational considerations so they don't fall through the cracks or only happen in an emergency. 
it is really easy to keep the same insurance coverage year to year and then forget to make sure that it provides adequate coverage as your business grows and changes. Your review of policy manuals will help you to understand the supervising areas that maybe need your immediate attention. What don't you address? Or what do you address that, as Laura mentioned earlier, that you maybe aren't tracking to make sure that, are, that you follow those policies? We have several policy and procedures manuals as a starting point that you can then customize and add or specify certain practices. We have one for residential transactions, one for property management, and even one that teams can use to establish additional practices. These are so important in the event that there is a VREB complaint against you, your firm, or your agents. You can use them to demonstrate that you have policies and, again, that you are following the policies. Hopefully, and if not, then it's a liability reducer for you as the broker to say, look, I have a policy, I enforce my policy, and this agent just went rogue. Right. Uh, so we know that you have questions and issues that may ultimately arise no matter how diligent you are in your practice. And one of the best things that you can do is to set up a good network of support for when things go wrong. I mean, that's true in life, but it's also true in business. You always have the Virginia Realtors legal hotline as a resource when you have a question. Yep, that is definitely part of your support network. We are here for you. We can provide you with legal information on whatever issue you face and help you figure out what support you might need beyond us. We might even already have a resource on the issue. Some other support people you can consider adding to your network are a business attorney who can provide you with that specific legal advice on any issues your brokerage faces, especially if it's something outside the scope of the legal hotline. Two, all of your insurance contacts, whether property damage insurance or ENO or any of the other type of cybersecurity insurance, whatever security and insurance you're carrying, you want those contacts so you can provide appropriate notice of issues that may require a claim being initiated, right? And then um, an accountant and or a tax advisor who can help you with your brokerages, finances, and tax documents. Again, this list is by no means exhaustive or even mandatory for every brokerage, but those professionals can help you maintain your focus on broker supervision and management while they ensure that some of the traditional business issues are managed appropriately. It also helps to have these people identified before any issue comes up so that you can have that immediate assistance and not have to wait for an initial meeting. Or struggle to find somebody that is available and maybe not end up with your first choice support person. You know, you have to go through eight attorneys before you find somebody who's able to squeeze you in. And that's not your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or even seventh choice person. So get on their list, get establish an early relationship with them so they can help you when you need the help. Absolutely. And then finally, never underestimate the support that your fellow brokers can provide. They've been there before and can provide you with some perspectives that might be really useful. Just remember to steer clear of any antitrust issues such as price fixing or group boycotts. Let's take it to the legal hotline. All right. My firm retains records for three years from date of execution, ratification, closing, or termination, depending on the type of document. It's what the regs reference. Is that alone sufficient? 
Well, we would recommend setting up a comprehensive document retention policy with input from an attorney. Adhering to the regulatory requirements for document retention is the minimum requirement, but there may be other considerations for keeping records a bit longer, such as statute of limitation for lawsuits or maintaining records for a tax audit or, or other reasons. Kate, I think an agent has violated the regulations. As a broker, do I need to send their license back? I think that's a great question. And the answer is, mm, it depends. My, my favorite. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can really use your discretion and judgment. What is the type of violation? Is it something that you believe was an accident or a knowing disregard for the regulations? What type of liability does it expose for the agent to or the firm to? Agents will make mistakes. We're all human, generally, unless you have a robot agent. In which case, congrats. <laughs> have we found those? Do we have robot agents? Um, as their supervisor, you need to determine whether the specific violation is of such a serious nature that you want to send their license back. You also need to determine whether it's a type of violation that mandates reporting to the VREB, such as an escrow violation. As part of your broker supervision requirements, you will want to evaluate your policies to see if you need to adjust any of your practices to prevent the same error from happening again. All right, let's cover some ways that you can limit your risk. So first, use Virginia Realtors resources to help you as you move into this new exciting role. We have podcasts, case studies, toolkits, policy manuals, and more to help support you. Have policies, just have them. Um, but also make sure you enforce these policies with your agents. This will help protect them, also you. We know the issues are somewhat inevitable. When faced with a problem, don't panic. I mean. Great advice, don't panic. Work with your support network to find a solution. Update your policy and procedure manual on a regular schedule at least once a year. Keep it current. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license. 